Hello, everyone. This is Zorina Dimitrova, host of the Grow and Learn podcast and of Heal and Learn. And I have a pretty awesome guest today for you. It's Michael A. Blunt, um, who is um, an energy mastery coach. Is that correct, Michael? Did I introduce <laughs> you correctly or wrongly? Let, let's no. just make it upfront that you're not a Reiki healer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, energy mastery and mindset uh, and coach. Mindset. Yeah. 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 So I met Michael at MBA school. It's uh, quite a quite an interesting development for both of us to be doing um, mindset and coaching and trainings and all kinds of personal development uh, topics. It's interesting for me to know your story, how you developed uh, Mike from your corporate career and how you settled into helping people realize, actualize their lives. Mm -hmm. Happy, happy to, to be talking to you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, likewise. It's It's been a while. And, uh, oh, yes. I, I, <laughs> it's I been could... a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, were we kids? Uh, and I was like, yeah, I was definitely in my early 20s. So we were, or was it late? Yeah, no, I was in my late 20s. So we were definitely kids uh, compared to where I am now. <laughs> I'm 40 now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, th those were some really fun times. I, I would recommend any anyone who is, you know, if you're going to go down that route and uh, do an advanced degree to go full time, uh, because it's a, it's a really good time and you meet yeah. wonderful people um, like, like Zarina. So <laughs> likewise likewise <laughs> so what happened what happened in these years let's not mention how many because you know otherwise people would know my age too okay i won't <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah she was in the undergrad you know just starting as a freshman <laughs> and i was uh <laughs> and i was the grad student so uh, you know how that goes um but you know since then you know you know obviously i you know, did what everybody else did. I went down um, the, I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you it's, fine. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if it's still loud. Um, yeah. um, but I went down the corporate ladder uh, and I just thought that was going to be what I wanted to do in life. Um, I started working in um, marketing and um, in brand management. And I did that for a number of years. And, you know, I, just didn't think there was another outlet for me because that was the only thing that I knew was go to school, get a job, go to grad school, get a better job and just continue doing that. Uh, and I quickly found out that, you know, while I understood how to work in a corporate environment, that the corporate environment didn't know how to work with me, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and my personality and my energy and, and, and pretty much how I wanted to show up every day um, and really what made me happy. So I started experiencing um, depression and, you know, that depression kind of led to anxiety, panic attacks, stress, um, and all the things that come along with not really feeling fulfilled and not really being, you know, feeling happiness in your life, uh, which eventually, you know, took me down a very narrow path um, of, you know, discontent. Um, and even thinking about, you know, certain bouts of a suicide at, at certain points of just, you know, making good money, but really, really being unfulfilled and empty. 
Mm. Yeah, your story resonates uh, to a certain degree with me. I, I never was really in a depression, but I did feel extremely discontent with my mm -hmm. job. Although I enjoyed it on a certain level, it wasn't fully fulfilling. And mm -hmm. uh, there are also other people that I've spoken to from the from the MBA school who um, claim the same thing. They also go through the same experiences that you've been to, but yeah. a few managed to jump up, jump out. So how how did it happen for you? What happened? Well, what wound up happening is I, I never saw the writing on the wall. I didn't know there were people like you and people like myself in the world. So I just kept trying to work hard and work harder. <laughs> and then eventually it led me into um, the emergency room um, from having um, a panic attack and, and having a shortness of breath where I felt like I couldn't breathe. And so when I arrived at the emergency room, I asked a doctor and I said, hey, what's what's wrong with me? I've never experienced this before. You know, I... I'm just out of sorts at this point. And, you know, I was really looking for answers where I didn't have any at the moment. And the doctor actually said something that pointed me in a direction of where I am now, which she said, you know, it's, this is really emotional and stress related. And I never made that connection before because, you know, I was an engineering mathemat ma mathematics background. I was thinking logically and analytically. And I was saying, well, listen, I have, hives on my body um i'm i'm gnawing my my jaw and my my teeth down at night you know yeah. these are these are physical elements that mm -hmm. i'm seeing how are my emotions connecting with what's going on with me physically and you know the doctor responded that 95 percent of the physical elements that are on your body currently right now are driven by your emotions yeah and that was just a aha moment for me sitting in the hospital bed and, you know, I can do one plus one equals two, you know, I'm a very logical person. So I'm like, okay, well, that is true. If I accept this as true, this completely destroys my entire belief system around how health and wellness works. And mm -hmm. if I want to feel better, then I need to start connecting um, and going to the provenance and the root cause of what's actually creating this kind of sad reality at this point of feeling like I was successful out in the public, but internally feeling like a complete failure. Mm -hmm. So that's when I just really shifted and redirected my energy. And I started focusing on, you know, my emotions and being more heart centered and, you know, how I wanted to feel every day. Um, and, you know, next thing you know, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the conference room with my, with my then manager and, you know, I don't think she's too pleased with me at this point because I'm I'm just like thinking all of these emotions. I'm saying these weird things. I'm having what you would consider a spiritual awakening. Uh -huh. um, and this <laughs> spiritual awakening in a corporate office is, uh, you know, that's oil and water. So, <laughs> so she's like, listen, what do you want? Basically, aka, how can we get you out of here? Because right. you're weird. You're weird now. <laughs> And I responded the honest, the most honest that I've ever responded in my life. And I said, I just want to be happy. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> so 
I just want to be happy. I quit. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I have no backup plan. <laughs> but she's like, okay, great. So we were both relieved for different reasons. <laughs> and I was like, okay, great. So I just happened to quit right at the same time where bonuses were coming out. So I got my bonus, you know, I got my severance and I was out of there. <laughs> so that's how it, that's how it all changed for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Amazing. Good story. Good story. I enjoyed it. You made a person happy as well. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was happy. I made her yeah. happy. I made my, my, my inner, my inner child happy. <laughs> so yeah. Everybody was happy. <laughs> and then, and then what happened? Were you, were you already in the process of like um, searching for outside help, going to trainings, personal development, or or did you just start after you quit? Uh, I see. <laughs> Funny story about that. So I, you know, I, I forgot a part. Well, I didn't forget it. I, I just didn't really go into it. But uh, that was happening at work. On the personal side, I was also going through a breakup, like a heartbreak. So yeah. I was going through a breakup. I was essentially getting pushed out of work and all those things happening at the same time. And I'm in a hospital bed and not really able to explain it, you know, nor understand it. So I've hit my emotional rock bottom at this point. And it's around the time of the end of the year, 2015 and beginning of the year, 2016 Super Bowl happens. And we go to a friend's house and I'm just wide open with emotions at this point, just like, broken, heartbroken, scared, all the emotions that you can feel. I meet this woman who's there. It's a friend's girlfriend at the time. And she just sees me and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, can you help me? Like, just, this is the desperation I had. Like, no, anybody, <laughs> oh can you God. help me? Just for asking me, are you okay? I'm like, no, can you help me? Yes. Uh, and so I tell her my story and she's like, listen, um, this is when I was in New York. I want you to go to this place called Namaste Bookstore, which was like a few blocks down um, in um, not the meatpacking district, uh, but it was on the west side. And she was like, I want you to go four blocks down, go to this place called Namaste Bookstore. I want you to buy a rose quartz crystal and put it over your heart for two weeks. And I want you to meditate on that. And listen, I'm a, I was a corporate guy, MBA you know, prior life engineer. I, I didn't know what she said. So you want me to put a, a translation. You want me to put a rock on my chest and you want me to just sit there and woosah the, you know, whatever <laughs> those weird hippie people do for two weeks. And you said, that's going to work. And she said, yes. And I said, okay, uh, I'm going to go do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, <laughs> so I go do it. I buy this rock and she's like, it's a crystal. I'm like, whatever. So I go buy this rock and I was like, I need the pink rock. And they were like a rose quartz crystal. I was like, if that's what it's called, give it to me. And so they give me this, <laughs> they give me this rose quartz crystal. I go home. I look on YouTube, how to meditate for, for dummies. Um, and I just sit there, put the rose quartz over my heart. And I just sit in silence. And the most interesting thing happened after that. I just started crying. Mm. I, I, I think mm. I had never put myself in a position where I had actually slowed down enough to hear what my body really wanted. And I just had never stopped. I had never paused, stopped, and listened to what is that inner voice actually saying? And I just sat there and the inner voice was just telling me to be still and, and just love yourself again. Mm. Uh, just be still, 
be still and listen to yourself, be still and just do nothing. And that's exactly what I did for the next two weeks. And I, I mean, you know, it was like a soap opera. I was just crying every single day. Um, and I was just purging, releasing, purging, releasing. And I just felt so much lighter after that. And that practice of, you know, YouTube meditation sent me into um, a new sense of mastery in where I am today. You know, I just kept meditating. It got addicting. I got addicted to something else rather than success, validation and achievement. I got addicted to self discovery um, and feeling good. And that addiction led me to wanting to feel more of that and wanting to find more methods that will bring those good feelings. And that was all through the power of meditation for me. So, you know, those were my, that's what happened after that. Okay, cool. And so fast forward, you, you're already running a successful company. It's called uh, the C3 method. No, the method mm -hmm. you're teaching is the C3 method, the company. Yeah, the company is also the C3method.com. Uh, where you're teaching successful people to be even more successful. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so how so, did you come up with? Tell tell us about the method. What is it, and what what do you do? How do you help people? Yeah. Well, first it started off as a corporate wellness business, uh, because I, you know, when I had my when I had my awakening or my realization that I was more than what I was actually doing, um, should I say? Then I said, oh, well, I can help corporate America because I was so stressed out and depressed in corporate America that I can go back and I could save corporate America by adding wellness solutions to the companies that I had worked with before. Yeah. And, you know, that was very rewarding for me. It was very hard, but very rewarding. You know, corporate America is a, a different, it's a beast that, you know, it's 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 a beast that it takes a long time to slay um and so i had very ambitious dreams but it set me on a path to understanding what my true skill sets were what my spiritual gifts were who i was who i wasn't and the fact that i could actually be an entrepreneur i didn't know that i thought i was supposed to spend the rest of my life in corporate america because that's all i knew all i knew was to go to school and go to grad school and be successful that's all i knew you know, I had no clue that I could start my own business and make more money than I was making before and also be fulfilled and also um, have time, freedom and peace of mind. I just didn't know all those things existed. You know, um, it was such a limiting belief that I was operating under. So when, you know, I was doing corporate wellness for about the first three years where I started the C3 method, uh, you know, which was at first, choices, chances, changes. You got to make a choice to take a chance in order to experience the change. It was a three-step process of transformation. And I wanted to implement that framework in corporations. Well, that was all fine and dandy until COVID hit. Because um, I was physically going into these corporations and you know giving workshops, meditation, massage therapy, all the things. COVID happens and... And it's it's it's, no, it's now a non-starter to have any physical contact. Now I have to figure out a different way to reach the audience and also express my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so that's when um, I went to meditation again. Uh, and I said, 
I, I need help. You know, what, what direction should I go in? Um, Cause right now what I'm thinking consciously isn't working. And that's when I discovered subconscious. Um, when I discovered the subconscious, it was a whole different ball game. I didn't realize that your subconscious is 95% of your reality. Like if you look at 24 hours in a day, 95% of your, the hours that you spend are, are basically in your subconscious mind. The other five are, are your conscious. So mm -hmm. if I could download or access the subconscious mind, that means I have complete control over my reality and also my physical body, uh, my mindset, everything. And that gave me a different sense of confidence and empowerment. And I was like, hey, listen, let me stop hiding behind the screen and giving a platform for other people to express their gifts. And why don't I just speak directly B to C to consumers and start coaching them, which was what I was naturally doing in the first place. I just wasn't getting paid for it. I had a bunch of friends and family asking me for advice, looking for direction. And I was doing that. And I was like, hey, I could just get paid doing this. I could just, I could just do this for now on. And then that's when I opened up Energy Mastery School. And within Energy Mastery School, I basically created a platform for advanced humans, which would be basically mutants if you were looking at the X-Men. And <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted all the weird people to come to me. I, I'll be your, your Professor X. And I could help them move from point A to point B or to elevate from you know, their next level. And this is spiritual teachers, this is entrepreneurs, this is you know, people who are already in the business industry who are looking to really elevate and get to their next phase or the next level of success. And that's what I started doing. I, I created Energy Mastery School, um, master your energy, you master your life, um, you get control of your energy, you have control of your reality and your life. Um, and I started doing Energy Mastery Coaching and that's what I'm currently doing today. So <clears throat> the, the 3C method, does, does this involve, I, I have three words here that I've written down, uh, which is deprogram, reprogram, create. And you mentioned mm -hmm. that you started working with the um, subconsciousness after COVID hit. So is mm -hmm. this the, the time when you came up with uh, this strategy of how to coach people, deprogram, reprogram, and create? Or was this before? Yeah, so the C3 method, ironically, has always ubiquitously been there. You know, at mm -hmm. first it was choices, chances, changes when I was working with corporations. And then when I started rec working directly with people and and basically breaking some, breaking down my limiting beliefs that, you know, I am the, I, people want to speak to me and, and getting past some of my shyness and, and started stepping into my confidence. Um, that C3 method actually turned into change three, the change three method. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, okay, well, what does a change three method mean? It's like, okay, well, my life path number is nine. Um, life path is just, you know, basically what you're supposed to encounter and how you encounter it and um, the, the different things are going to pop up in your your life based on your neuro, neuro, numerological number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if you're looking at uh, numerology. And so nine has always been my number or 33. Whenever I played sports, it was always three, 33, nine, you know, derivatives of that. So I started really studying the number three. And the interesting thing about three is three is the most basic, the most concise and the shortest number that it takes to create consciousness. You know, the father, son, the Holy Spirit, um, mm. you know, red light, <laughs> green light, yellow light, um, you know, uh, the, the woman, 
or the masculine, the feminine, and then creation. You well, know, it's just, just to add here something that I um I think I saw it yesterday in a video, and it was again about the the interpretation, another interpretation of the Trinity, which is supposedly the like on a deep subconscious level it is the thought emotions and creation because thought impregnates the emotion it colors it and then mm -hmm. this gives uh, birth to manifestation to the creation exactly and that's actually what i teach so, um it's 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 all about you know it, it's all about that creation um of consciousness and manifestation you know and how do we get to it and the quickest way to do that is in three steps even in marketing and advertising you know, you'll always see them going in pairs or groups of threes in order to really reside in, in and for people to regurgitate the information or the marketing ethos um, that are being presented and programmed to the masses. You know, it's yeah. it's in three. So mm -hmm. knowing that, I was like, oh, well, there's three different stages to transformation. There's deprogramming, which is all about releasing your limiting beliefs. Mm. When When I say, you know, when I think about deprogramming, I, I'll give you an example. I used to uh, operate that money was the root of all evil and money didn't grow in trees and it was hard to come by. Well, that eventually became my reality. And e albeit I was making money, it was hard to cut by, didn't grow in trees, you know, and now I have a money tree and money comes to me very easily. And, you know, uh, I have a different relationship with money, but I was very, my relationship with money before I started deprogramming was very strained um, and it was very unhealthy and that manifested in my life. So I had to deprogram. And when you think about deprogramming, think about a cult. And when you get out of that cult, you have to deprogram and, you know, unravel all of those programs that you've been conditioned and learned over the years in order to become normal again and be, get your humanity back. So you're essentially deprogramming from the conditioning and the brainwashing and the manipulation that's been happening to you and that you've been doing to yourself all of these years. So before you even go to manifestation, before you even go to, you know, Reiki and a psychic and crystals and silver metal, like all these things, you need to start with what are your belief systems that have been creating this reality? You need to release those. So that's the first step in the, the, C, in the change three method, the C3 method, which is deprogramming. Second step. Uh, will be reprogramming and reprogramming think about it like a, a kid um i'll give you an example of like a, a child that's learning or you know I, I would say for you you know when you think of some of your best teachers or some of the best subjects that you learn you know how did you feel excited excited Enthusiastic. yeah <clears throat> yes so in order for you to create, to regurgitate, to really have something seep into your subconscious for it to be impactful in any type of way, you need to be excited, mm. you know? And that's what the reprogramming is. It's a renewal. It's release, renew. I want you to get to your highest level so you can be childlike and excited again. And once you get to that level of excited, we've reprogrammed your energy and elevated your energy enough. Now we can move into the last and final step, the third step, which is manifestation. Because what we don't want you to do is we don't want you to create and manifest on the third floor. We don't even want you to create and manifest on the 10th floor because you can only see certain things. From the third floor to the 10th floor, let's say in a building, and you have an amazing view. You're like, oh, I have a third floor view. It's an amazing view. You see the pedestrians outside. You see a couple of dogs. And they say, okay, listen, um, we're going to 
upgrade you to the 10th floor. You get to the 10th floor, you see the dogs and you see, you know, a, a couple of squirrels, but now you see the city view. You're like, oh yeah, this is, this is pretty nice. I can see the park that's a, a few blocks down. I say, okay, you know what? Now I'm going to reprogram you and we're going to elevate you to the hundredth floor. And you're like, oh, oh crap, this is, this is crazy. So now, instead of just only seeing a brief city view in the park, you can see districts and you can see way out into like, you know, the ocean and you can <laughs> see so much more. And mm -hmm. you want to manifest and create your life with as much clarity, which is with as much vision, with as much insight and with nothing holding you back and nothing blocking you as possible. So that is what this transformation process is of creating reality on your own terms is all about. It's deprogramming, which is releasing. It's reprogramming, which is renewal. And it's recreating, which is manifestation. Re mm -hmm. uh, deprogram, reprogram, manifestation. And mm -hmm. rinse, repeat once you finish that. Rinse, repeat for every limiting belief, for everything that you want in life. Rinse, repeat that. That's what the C3 method is. It's a change three methodology. Awesome. I, I also um, teach a similar method that is um, based on the Russian energy information system, but it also starts with cutting out in a certain way, uh, limiting beliefs. How do you do that with people? Do you use uh, meditation? Do you use somebody's or is it your own method that you've created based on mm. based on what? <laughs> Just curious. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a, it's my own method that I've kind of put together. And, you know, there's been a lot of different teachings and derivatives of this as well. So there's nothing new under the sun. I'm not teaching anything that no one else knows um, or no one else can do. These are all things that have already been taught um, that we're just recreating that in our own uniqueness. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, the technique that I use is something called TFA. Um, and the technique that I use to implement the C3 method in subconscious reprogramming um, is understanding the premise of that your personality is built from your thoughts, feelings, and actions. It's built from what you're thinking, from how you're feeling, and from the habits and behaviors that you're committed to. Mm -hmm. And so if you change any of those variables, it changes your personality. Well, if you change your personality, you're looking out of a different door and you're looking out of a different window now. And that different door and that different window is going to beget a different reality. So if I change my thoughts, feelings, and actions, I get a completely different reality and so on and so forth. So focusing... First, identifying, well, what needs a tune-up? Is it your thoughts? Is it your feelings? Or is it your actions? Or is it all three? And then being able to tweak those and really focusing on, you know, the the details of which one is holding you back and which one is and, and, and really releasing some of the limiting beliefs based on that, you can start to change and reprogram anything. Because the conversation that we have right now is at a certain TFA. Let's say it's at uh, a 10. TFA. And what does TFA stand for? TFA? What is thoughts, it? Thoughts, feelings, uh, and actions. Ah, uh, totally. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, let's say that your your reality is, you know, um, if we just gave it a personal signature at 10, you know, this is you, you're creating podcasts, you have, you know, your 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 beautiful uh five-year-old, right? Yeah, your your beautiful five-year-old. Um, you got the amazing uh, purple moon crystal behind you you're doing you know hill it's a learning. three it's a 3d <laughs> printed moon it's there plastic. it is 
okay. <laughs> it looks beautiful to me. So, you know, your perception is your reality. So you got heal and learn. I mean, you're, you're, you're going. And that's based on a particular personality, a particular self-image. Now, you might decide one day, like, okay, enough with the self-image. I want to elevate to my next level, whatever that looks like, whatever success looks like for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in order to do that, you're going to need to be a completely different person. You're going to have to overcome the habits of being this person, who you are right now. And in order to do that, you've got to change um, your thoughts. you got to upgrade your feelings and you got to change some of your actions and behaviors. Now, the reason why is because, you know, different realities operate at a different level of frequency. So whatever you want is at a certain level of frequency. So whatever you want at this moment right now, you're getting. But if you want to elevate your frequency or you want to elevate your reality, you need to basically like a radio station tune into that level of frequency and that energy. Well, if you're going to tune into that level of frequency and energy, it's going to require a tune up and it's going to require some changes. And the best way that we can do that is to logically say, okay, well, how, how do I step into that frequency? Well, what thoughts do, I, what thoughts do a, a person at that next level need to have? What thoughts, what feelings and emotions does a person at the, that next level need to have? And what behaviors and actions do they conduct? If I'm making six figures right now and I want to become a multimillionaire, well, okay, I got to change things. I've got to... I've, you know, I'm going to start smelling different. I'm going to start acting different. I might even my my tone might start changing. I'm going to start hanging out with different people. I'm just going to start wearing different things. I'm going to start living in different places. You know, that's a different thought process. And this, those are different emotions and those are different actions that are going to get me there. So you change your personality, you change your your personal reality, and those are that's some of the like the more detailed, nuanced um, technique that I use in order to get you to the place um, of total transformation within the C three method. Mm, beautiful and so i'm curious um can you maybe share uh, an example of somebody that you've worked with and what the changes that they went through how long it took you don't need to go into details just you know for visualization purposes so that people can imagine what what actually you're achieving or what you're helping people achieve okay yeah sure well i mean most people would they come to me um, about is either money or relationships, but, you know, mainly, Hey, I want to make more money or, you know, I want complete and total, um, you know, freedom or fulfillment, um, I, you know, or women saying, Hey, I want to have it all, but I'm not able to have it all. You know? So there's like these blockages and these limiting beliefs. So, uh, you know, a person, um, one of my clients has, has, has come to me, um, and, you know, her whole thing was about, listen, I have, I'm making six figures or sorry, seven figures. Um, she's a lawyer and she owns her own law practice and is, and is very successful. She said, I, I don't have time for a relationship. You know, I don't have time to, you know, kind of do this. I want it, but I'm a single parent and I don't have time to really commit to something outside of, and I'm scared that it's going to take away time and resources from my kids. Like that's not how I, I feel guilty that mm. I'm going to be a bad mother. Um, and so we have to, we have to start with that. Um, you said, okay, cool. Like, you know, I needed to understand what her belief systems were, you know, and her belief systems were mainly around perfectionism, um, mm-hmm. and being a, a stickler to how things should be. And that perfectionism was, you know, really getting to her because she had a failed marriage. And she was like, I was the perfect wife. I did everything. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. 
And that mm-hmm. didn't turn, I, I took a risk, you know, he was also a different religion. Um, you know, my parents didn't want that to happen. I took the risk. I did it. I got ostracized and then it failed. And now I look like an idiot. I never want to take that risk again. So, okay, here we go. Now, now I understand your, you, what you were essentially saying with, you know, perfectionism and not wanting to take that risk was I'm, I'm scared to show mistakes. And if I'm scared to show mistakes and really be out there, that means that I I'm scared to show, or I'm scared to, for acceptance. I want validation. I just want to be accepted because I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm worthy to really put myself out there again or to have true love. You know, I, I tried it. It didn't work out for me. I, I'm not, I'm not good enough for this. I'm, I'm not good enough. Ah, that's your limiting belief. I'm not good enough. Okay. So that's how you've been making all your decisions. So you've been playing it safe. So you're being like, okay, I need to cross my T's and dot my I's. And I, now you've been stuck because you've been so busy crossing your T's and dotting your I's and making sure everything is perfect that you haven't had time to focus on your future because you've been so focused on your past. So, okay, now let's deprogram that. And it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. What other decisions have you been making based on I'm not good enough? Well, I, I don't want to take chances on my business, but also I'm not good enough for love. Okay. So you're not good enough for love. So what what do you think is going to come from that? Well, I'm definitely not going to find a partner if I don't feel like I'm good enough. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm good enough to be loved on to, to give love and to all these things. And it's also impacting my relationship with my kids, you know, um, where I don't feel like I'm good, a good enough parent. I don't feel like I'm a good enough daughter anymore. And it's just, it, the list went on once she discovered what her limiting beliefs were that were actually creating her reality. And then she understood, oh, it's not them. It's not even my time. It's me. I'm creating a reality where I don't have time. I'm creating a reality where I can't receive love because I don't feel like I'm good enough. You get to the root that takes care of all the symptoms. So once we did that, now all of a sudden she has time. She got her time back. Now she's filling herself. Now this is the fun part. We get into the reprogramming. The reprogramming, what do we talk about the reprogramming? That's all about excitement. Let's reprogram. Let's get to the, the hundredth floor. So it's like, okay, yeah, you're definitely not going to attract love or anything like that. Just being a homebody and not really speaking to anybody. Let's get yourself out there. Let's get let's start acting the part. Let's start thinking the part. Let's start feeling the part. Let's start tuning into that different frequency that would actually attract that person. That that there's a woman right now who is walking the walk, talking to talk, thinking to thinking, feeling the feeling, acting the way. And she has a successful law firm as well as this doting, you know, partner that's supporting her and that's very supportive of her children. There's a woman, there's there is another version of you that's doing that right now. So what is she wearing? Okay, well, yeah, she's wearing this and okay, I guess I could buy that purse. Yeah, you know, I could I could I could fit heels again and instead of wearing these slippers. Uh, you know, my, my kids <laughs> my kids are a little bit my kids are a little bit older, so I don't have to carry everyone. Yeah, I guess I can go back to heels again. Oh, oh makeup. Oh, I gotta put on makeup. Okay, yeah, I guess she's wearing makeup. I, I guess, you know, she got her nails done and she went to the spa and and you know, it's so that's the reprogramming now. She's starting to 
align with the energy of that woman. Now, okay, now since you feel good, you smell good, you've got your heels on, you got your, you know, makeup or no makeup, whatever makes you feel great. Now what now what type of person, now what type of partner deserves you? Mm. What type of per, how are you acting? Well, he he needs needs to look good and smell good. Yeah, exactly. Because now you're doing that. Well, he needs, <laughs> needs to make this much. Okay, yeah, because now you're doing that. So now you're able to attract who you are. And then that's when she was able to um, really be in the receivership of her now um, husband of 10 years. I mean, sorry, not of 10 years, of one year. Because uh, mm -hmm. I've, I've only been working with her for, for two years, so um, of one year. So, mm -hmm. um, and it's actually somebody who she's known for 10 years. <laughs> she just yeah. wasn't. He just didn't know that he it, it, he wasn't even on her radar because he was operating at that frequency. She didn't even see him mm -hmm. because he was at a different level of energy, different frequency. She didn't appreciate that type of partner because that's she didn't see that within herself. So when she started seeing herself, she then was able to see him. And that's a, a really good example of, you know, how she implemented the C3 method in order to manifest um, exactly what she wanted. Yeah. Do, do you see some people retracting back to their previous uh, ways of thinking, to their previous vibrations? Or do you, do you feel that they're able to embody it for a longer period of time or to just embody it completely, whatever they've set their minds to achieve? I, I think it's like with anybody, it's like asking me, you know, if you, you know, uh, me as a personal trainer, if I've worked with 10 people, um, and I got them to a certain body fat, a certain weight, and they were able to, in a certain level of endurance, you know, how many of them are going to continue that after, you know, yeah. this, after we finish our sessions and it's going to vary, you know, some people are going to continue that some people are not, but it really depends on the people. Exactly. It doesn't depend on the trainer. I'm just asking based yeah. on your observation on, right, on right. average. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but so, 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 so hear me out. Once I started noticing that and seeing that there was you know like some people who continued on some people who um i guess you would say nobody went back to where they were mm -hmm. you can't come you can't become conscious and then become unconscious again right that's over it's up it's done yeah. you once you see it you can't unsee it so mm. to, to answer your question more directly no no one has gone back to where they were now, mm -hmm. were they at the level of where they were when they stopped? Not, no, not everybody. So what I did was I created um, advanced mastery. Advanced energy mastery was a continuation after you learned the foundation. And this was all about the integration of everything that you learn. It's like you learned everything in sprint because this is a three month process. Yeah. And once you finish it, you're like, oh man, that's a lot of information. Okay, yeah, you know, we're, we're really doing it. Now, what's next? Well, what's next is let's continue working together so you can integrate all of the things that you learn into a long permanent lifestyle. Yeah. And once you're able to integrate that into a lifestyle rather than just learning it on an academic or a, a applicable level, now it becomes seamless. Now it becomes who you are rather than who you're trying to be. And mm -hmm. what I've seen with those students that continue on to advanced mastery of integrating the work that they mm -hmm. learned from energy mastery, uh, it's a hundred percent kill rate. You know, those people are doing the work. Those mm -hmm. people are putting in the time. So of course they're going to see 
the efforts. And I would say uh, pretty much 100% of those people um, are continuing to see those results and getting what they want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Thank you very much for uh, going in depth to the, the, the whole process. It's very enlightening to me as well. And I'm also comparing to what I'm doing and to the results people are achieving. So it, it's also useful to exchange information on this level. Mm -hmm. But the reason I actually contacted you in the first place, of course, we, we're friends on Facebook and here and there, and I've been following you and your posts. Uh, but there was one particular post uh, in December that caught my attention. It was something about the responsibility to speak up when you know something. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't need to go, of course, in details of what the post was about, but um, what is what is now with the expanded awareness that you know you have and for people similar to you, what do you think your responsibility as a person of knowledge is? Because that's the person of real knowledge it's not the person of knowledge acquired at a university but of mm -hmm. universal knowledge <laughs> so yeah. what is the response yeah so yeah uh, so i think what you're referring to is the law uh or natural law natural law exactly yeah i've, I've you know there's several universal uh principles of, of the universe and um one of them is called natural law Yes. Um, and it's the objective universal law stating that all beings are um, sovereign, free and liberated from a higher rule. Um, and, you know, in that, you know, being sovereign and free is your responsibility not only to take on that sovereignty for yourself, but also to share that with others. So if you see it, you must say something. Um, and that's why. A lot, you know, and, and from there, I, I won't get into detail, but, you know, I use that natural law to start expressing how there are other groups who know about these universal laws who use them to manipulate um, into, I guess you could say, darker matters. Um, and with doing that, they'll present something in plain sight, you know, um, and it might be something that's a little uncomfortable or it might be something that's horrendous, but they'll present what they're doing in plain sight. Now, your exempt, you know, the, the, the thought process is, well, if I tell you that cigarettes are going to kill you and you still smoke the cigarettes, well, it's no longer my fault if I'm creating it. Mm. If I tell you what I'm doing and you still continue to opt in and accept that, then I, I'm no longer. You're coming out of your free will. Yes. Yeah. I'm no, no longer choice. karmically responsible for that, you know, so, you know. You know, that's that's how that's used in, I guess you would say, um, a more manipulative way. Um, mm -hmm. And I actually don't consider it a bad move. I was like, oh, well done. It's pretty smart. You know, um, you know, it's just how you want to use the natural law to your advantage. Now, the way I use natural law to my advantage um, is I see those things. So if I see it and I'm like, well, they're showing me what they're doing. They're showing they have a big sign that says smoking kills. It's not a secret. <laughs> uh, so I'm not I'm going to tell people, hey, smoking kills. Th this is what you're doing. You know, if you want to continue doing that, that's up to you. But, you know, it's a choice at that point. So mm -hmm. to answer your question more directly, I've used that law to share what I've learned as soon as I learn it. If yeah. I learn something about personal development or transformation or energy or, you know, um, 
you know, a, a, a emotional healing um, or forgiveness or just whatever it might be, elevating to the next level, you know, flying to Mars. Um, if I'm learning that, then it's 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 my responsibility to share that and to tell people in some type of way. I don't yeah. need to be on the front lines as an activist saying, okay, yeah, you need to do this and this and that. We need to bust down the systems. Everybody has their role. I'm not that guy. I am the person who's a ninja who's going to tell you, you know, I'm going to change you from the inside out. And mm. so I'm going to speak to you in a way where you can make the choice if you want to bust down that system or if you want to, um, or if you or if you want to keep it intact. But I'm not mm. going to be in the front lines, you know, fighting that war because everyone has a role. And I realize what my role is and what gives me energy. So yeah. I hope that answered your question about like how absolutely. I use to, uh, okay, <laughs> it answered it in a very satisfactory way. So. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. I love the ninja concept. Uh, I love the yeah. ninja concept. I'm also uh, working in similar stealth mode. <laughs> okay, ninja, yeah. very good. All right. I by the way have a video. I, if anybody's interested, you can uh, check it out. It's uh, called priming and repro uh, priming and mind programming. So mm. I go into details of how it is done. And for anybody interested, it's on Heal and Learn, a YouTube channel. Yeah. All right, Mike, I think this was a lovely conversation and we might as well wrap it up here, not to spoil it. Okay. It was, it was just beautiful <laughs> and perfect. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not that, that we could good. spoil it, not that we could, but, um, you know, it's, uh, I, I think we gave enough information for now. Um, anything else you would like to add? Uh, maybe how people can contact me if they want to know more. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I would say, you, you know, you can contact me at microwaveblunt.com. Um, you know, it's through my website, Instagram, TikTok, even my Gmail. Uh, so it's microwaveblunt.com or microwaveblunt um, is my handle. Um, and that's how you can reach out to me and, and what, and, you know, you, you're absolutely correct. I only work with um, industry leaders or people who have a success mindset and making them more successful. Uh, and there are a variety of reasons for that, but that's my niche. I, that's, I, I, that's what lights me up. Um, so if that's you um, and if that's what you're interested in is, you know, you're already successful but going to your next level, then uh, hit me up, shoot me a DM or uh, book a free consultation. Um, I'm doing not only one-on-one -on -one or group coaching, but also have an online course um, that you can take called 21 days to energy mastery. So for 30 minutes a day for 21 days, uh, you can learn this framework and you can get, um, you know, the things that you need in order to make your life better and, and more beautiful. So, um, I think that's all I have to say, but I really enjoyed, you know, speaking with you and, uh, reconnecting from our old time, you and undergrad and me in business school, uh, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the young, the young girl that you were at that time, me just being this, this old man who was preying on the kids. <laughs> you were 18. So it was fine. You were 18. Right. 18 so it was fine. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for uh, stopping and talking to this, this old 21 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I enjoyed it so much, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. I'll put the links below to all of your um, social media and website. The other website is the C3 method. Uh, no, actually, that's an old website. Ah, uh, an, but, okay. Yeah, but my, my website that I'm currently running is michaelablunt.com. Mm -hmm. 
Perfect. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.